welcome to another episode of Afrolit. I am your fave, EPM, EquiPM, all of the above. And I'm joined with a lovely guest this week. I'm so excited because I feel like I've been going in a theme of African women and music and just in creative spaces. And so I am joined with Moombi, the amazing singer, songstress. Hello. And all around creative welcome thank you so much i'm so happy to be here (laughs) (laughs) you know it's so funny because we were having a conversation just before i started recording on just our backgrounds and being living in a space when you're quote unquote a third culture kid it's only i feel like a certain type of third culture that gets Mm. recognized at times and saying that you're because i'm from kenya but i was actually born in england but raised in new york oh wow and so um but in the same way like you were born in zambia born in botswana oh look born Uh, in botswana so run it run it back for me so born in botswana okay raised in namibia yes but i'm zambian see mm-hmm. so it's like that whole cultural melody mm-hmm. in itself i feel like doesn't really get highlighted sometimes and i feel like that even opens up the opening question that i had in terms of just which type of creative gets which type of african creative gets to be glorified because we're living in a time when a lot of music and mm. culture and even just the African lifestyle is being showcased and mm. being loved by many. Mm. But I do feel like some forms of singing or even just films, creativity kind of fall through the cracks and because it doesn't necessarily fit that mm. box, it gets locked in. So I just wanted to hear more of your opinion and if you can have a conversation on you know, how do you feel about yeah. the culture and the direction we're going in? I mean, one, I'm I'm very excited about how much attention African influence is getting. Yeah. Uh, you hear it in even popular music that's coming out of the States, American artists imitating, you know. Literally. Literally. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. There's no complaints there. Um, in terms of the type of African music, I know that right now we'd say Afrobeats or Afropop um, is probably the most popular I could say that right yeah Um, and I don't do that yeah the reason I don't do that is because that's not my strong suit exactly yeah Um, and I'm comfortable with that and I'm comfortable with uh, what I do not in terms of staying not growing but just knowing that writing songs with the guitar is what I love it's what I've always loved yeah and you know, you know, know your lane. You know exactly. what I mean. Like, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like when I write a song, I don't write, in, and I don't write in terms of what is going to be the most popular. I write a song, and I I try my best to keep it as honest as possible, mm. and I trust that it will connect with whoever it connects with. Mm-hmm. Um, and you reached out to me because of African Girl. Yes, and that song's not a hit. It's not going to be on. You know, I you mean, I can see it in a web series. You can hear, you, 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 <laughs> hey, you know, let's you speak it into, yeah, speak it yeah. into existence. Yo, low key. You know? But I mean, in terms of like, you're not gonna hear it at the club, right? You know, exactly. And it's and it's okay. That's yeah. not what it was written for. That song was therapy to mm. me. So if someone is seeking out 
I am an African woman and I need to have a conversation with the child in myself to heal certain things. Mm-hmm. You're going to listen to a song like that and connect mm-hmm. with that because that's, that's what it's created for. Yes. And and no shade to songs that are you hear in the club because you, you want to hear that stuff. You want to go out and have a good oh, time. Of course. And you want to come home and you want to get some musical therapy. And the fact that we have all these things available to us is a gift in itself. Uh, so, so do I feel like we fall through the cracks certain certain types of music falls through the cracks yeah it, it depends on how you look at it right you know what i mean because yeah. they i've had such beautiful people reach out to me and tell me things like you know i've been struggling with this and this music brought me so much comfort wow and that is the greatest form of success to me yeah and to be seen and to be felt in that way by even one person yeah. You haven't fallen through the cracks. Your music wow. is doing something. So wow. that's that's how I feel about it. But it's also all about what you're chasing. If you want a song to have 5,000 people jumping around and dancing, yes. go for that. But if you want to write a song and say, even if one person feels okay about themselves after listening to this, mm-hmm. that's I'm good. I love that. And I think you've touched on something that's so relevant in New York right now, is this idea of duality. Mm-hmm. That you can, and for those who don't know, African Girl is an amazing song. You should totally check out oh, her SoundCloud. You. It will be in the description box below. But there is so much, or there's so many people in New York who, like yourself, have or will perform at Brooklyn Museum, mm-hmm. sold out, have mm-hmm. a showcase um, in dedication to a Kenyan film called Rafiki, mm-hmm. which Mumbi did. And I had a friend there who said that Mumbi was absolutely amazing. Oh, <laughs> but then at the same time, uh-huh. you will wake up, <laughs> take that full subway that mm-hmm. may not smell as fresh as you want it. Mm-hmm. Be at your nine to five or day job and welcome people, and that is the humbling, most humbling experience that New York can bring. And I want to talk about it because in a show that I watched called Turn Up Charlie, which I don't know if any of the fam is watching, that there's a scene where the character, the main character, has to explain to his parents, you know what he's doing, what he's up to, and kind of showcasing that he's living this great life in London when, in fact, he cannot afford anything. He's living Mm -hmm. at his auntie's house, like, totally just bootstrapping. Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to just hear from you, like, how do you stay just sane in this sense of duality? Like, going from doing, you know, shows, having a high, getting receiving messages where people are loving your music, but then also having to humble yourself. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, I've had many jobs. Okay. I've worked for nonprofits. Yeah. I've worked in restaurants. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had many jobs because I need, you know, you need of the course. money to sustain yourself. Being being in the creative field, sometimes financially you're you're swelling, and then other times financially, it's a drop. <laughs> it's a drop. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. um, what yeah. what 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 has kept me sane is a lot of what I experienced. Say I've had a long day on on the train. Yeah. Not on the train. A long day of work, and I'm on the train. I'm heading home. That's where the songs come from. It's the lived experience. Hmm. Oh, at, at work, I feel so drained and I don't want to be here. And I, you know, you can write a song about that. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I really do credit 
a lot of the uh, the struggle, the duality, it, they feed into each other. Mm. You're doing this work because you you have to buy music equipment, buy guitars, you sort, right. of, sort of pay for the things you need to do yeah. what you love. And then you write songs about the things that you're doing and the life that you're living. So you cannot create if you're not living. You know what I mean? Ooh. So you they need each other almost. Okay. So I have gratitude, though I'm ready to get out of it. <laughs> But level I do up. Have, right, I'm ready to level up. But I do have a lot of gratitude for, say, one night in the Brooklyn Museum and the next night welcoming people at a restaurant. Yeah. Because that's where the songs come from. Mm, you know? No, I love that. And did you always know that you wanted to pursue music? Yeah, yeah. And while but, you were doing all those extra, I'll call them extracurriculars. <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah, I've known as young as, I remember when I was maybe 11 years old, I wrote down... And I do believe in affirmations because it's so true to my life. Same here. I wrote down, um, I, I want to do music, make songs was what I called it. Make mm. songs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and have a different job if I get fired from making songs. Obviously, my 11 year old brain didn't, you know, <laughs> right from but doing anyway, what you want to do. Right. But I knew that I wanted to make songs. And whether that was writing songs for myself or for film or for other singers to sing, I just right. knew that I wanted to be making songs somehow. Yeah. And um, I've always been doing that. Even before then, I remember just making up stuff. Mm. You know, I'm like a kid would. I feel like kids have this freedom that we lose. You know, we that do. life sort of cages us as we get older. Yeah. And then we get older and realize that we need to get back to that sort of right. childlike yeah. freedom. Um, so I've always known and I've always. I've always done it. Yeah. You know, the thing about music or creating stuff is whether you're doing it full time or not, you're always going to go back to it because it's your safe space. You Ooh, know? I love that. I love that. And I think that um, we need to recognize that even more. And I think the, you know, the debate between like the older generation, like, oh, you need to be a mm-hmm. lawyer or a doctor mm-hmm. is slowly dying because yeah. they do recognize how much of a safe space african people but black people need to have and like i don't think they give enough credit sometimes to those the songs that they were listening to when they were having you know a sad day or a hard day at work Mm. and they need to know that like we need more of those creatives Mm. and people so that we can continuously have that Mm -hmm. music so i do feel like the work that especially african creatives do Mm. is essential but at the same time, like, how do you, you know, did you always have support from your family to pursue this dream? Yeah, I mean, they didn't think it was, like, a f- the concept of being a full-time singer-songwriter still, you <laughs> have to explain. Right? <laughs> the so, hand motions, so too. Just... So you're going to work 9 o'clock to go and, uh, you know. Uh, but um, but my father, he he has always leaned into music. He's not a singer or a songwriter himself, okay. but he's always leaned into it. He, yeah. He recently started playing the the ukulele, which is so beautiful to That's watch. Awesome. Yeah, he's, he's like, is he? How old is he now? In, like closer to sixties. Okay. And you know, finally, yeah. you know, it's great. It's, it's really Expression. inspirational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've always known. I mean, you cannot, if your child is doing something that they enjoy. It would be a real disservice to them to um, suppress that, to yeah. force them to suppress that. And I think my parents always knew that. Okay. So although they said, go to school, get a degree, do right. all that stuff, 
they didn't mind putting me in piano classes or like I love that join the choir or whatever they did make sure that I got an education of course um, yeah but yeah no they were supportive of that and now especially especially with like you know the film um, right more than happy they're like oh yeah my daughter is <laughs> I think yeah. the moment they can at least get some accolade from yeah. it yeah <laughs> like yes it's you but it's also them right it's like remember when we took you to piano uh, <laughs> now uh, it's paying off no I do I think that there is a beauty in just seeing how the you know the younger generation like people like us mm-hmm. can influence our parents and yeah. I think that it does take time and I think a lot of times some it comes from a sense of fear because they just don't want you to end up like things that they've seen Mm. or things that they've heard and like they're just falling into that pit of fear but I think you know more power to you for even just stepping out and showing off and like doing what you have to do you know but at the same time I think that it's really interesting that you've been able to incorporate your culture so effortlessly into your music was that always was that just like natural or did you not did you kind of put a lot of thought into it no um that's a great question wow (laughs) (laughs) i've never thought of that in my life (laughs) i'm not thinking now um it's just it's I mean, flowing from you. You're giving it to me. I feel it. Yeah, the most thought I've put into that is now that you asked me. Yeah. Um, I, wow. I think, yeah, no. I just, I've, I've been inspired by by African singers yes. who who are, have always been authentic. Like, you know, Asha from Nigeria? Ooh, yeah. She when I, when I was introduced to her music, I think that just lit something up in my head mm-hmm. because I was fed these images. I used to watch Channel O. I don't know if you guys have Channel O in Kenya. Yeah, we do, we do. Shout out so, Bass. No, no, I don't know. What, I know, what right? Sorry, it's guys. basically MTV, but yeah. Channel O was lit because they yeah. had, like, the top hits and yeah. you see the music videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember, yes. So I, I, I used to watch a lot of Channel O, mm-hmm. though my parents didn't like me watching Channel O. I know because they see booty shaking yeah but a lot of booty <laughs> but uh so when i thought of like a singer or a yeah. pop star there was this certain image that i just didn't have and i just would never get i mean mm. my hair is even though i used to relax my hair you can relax your hair all you want it's not going to be one a <laughs> naomi no exactly straight. it's not you know it's yeah. not going to you, right. i mean now there's, there's certain things that you can do if you wish right. and no shade to anyone that that wishes okay but yeah. um yeah, there was just I just didn't. Fit. I knew I loved music and I loved making music, but I just wasn't reflected. I didn't see my until I saw Asha, mm. and I think it was Fire on the Mountain. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that video. Mm, and no, she's just sort yeah. of like sitting. I think yeah, she's sitting. There's a few characters around. I'm yeah, just remembering it very loosely, mm-hmm. but um, a few characters around her. She's sitting. There's a guitar. She has locks, glasses, mm-hmm. and just singing her song yeah and you she has your full attention because the lyrics are so powerful like i remember seeing that video and then walking away from that video and thinking about what she was saying mm. and like thinking about the lyrics like damn you know right, right, right. you know so so when i saw that to me that was a moment of you know you can just write a song right. and and be okay with it and sing your song <laughs> right whatever whatever comes out you you are going to come out in that song Whoever how old were you when you saw it ah i was maybe, like 16 yeah 15 16 yeah because yeah. i mean if you if you look at the songs or listen to the songs i wrote before then oh, 
<laughs> it's a whole different you know you try right. to imitate you try, which you, i mean you're young you're gonna exactly. imitate then when you see someone being themselves then you're like oh actually i can be myself exactly. you know and so you your question was about your culture so, yeah when you just be yourself who you are your influences mm. is gonna come out so sometimes i'll write a song and it will lean more towards like a country sound and i didn't ask for it mm. uh, it just sort of happened and one thing that I try to do now, especially with songs, is I don't um, dis- I don't count myself out before I, 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 I let the song exist, at least. Mm. So if I'm writing a song and it's sounding, a, it's going, the direction is right, right, going, right, right. I, I finish it. I'll try my best to finish it and just at least honor that song and let it exist, at least. I you know, love that. And whether it sounds for more folky than the rest or more R&B or yes. more... You know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, the influence whatever whatever is stored up in me from what I've been listening to, mm-hmm. practicing, it's gonna come out, you know. I love that and I think that's so important now more than ever mm-hmm. because of like just the overarching, you know, who gets glorified and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think the beauty of what you're saying is that it doesn't matter even mm. if you do get glorified or not because it's just you yeah. losing yourself out, you yeah. know, and you let it finish. I think a lot of creatives, even including myself, like sometimes like you'll start something and you feel like eh, this is not who, you know, this is not who I've created myself to be. So I'm not going right. to let that exist. So you'll step away from it. But I love that you're just encouraging yourself to like step all the way through it mm-hmm. and like complete it and like upload it to SoundCloud I'm assuming mm-hmm. and like just get it out there you know yeah. like what would you say to someone who's like on the fence of like they have their day job but like they really want to pursue something creative and they haven't necessarily made the full plunge um I mean in a perfect world I'd say quit your job and follow your passion but ah. know that <laughs> rent your, is still your rent is still due <laughs> your phone bill still needs right. to be paid you still yes. need to feed yourself and your kids or whatever yeah. but someone told me once that if you're making money at least at least fund what you love with a job that you hate okay. if that's if that's your position so at least if you're working a job and you have you're probably doing that job because you have to right um, treat your passion like budget for it mm-hmm. you know, treat, treat it treat it like it's one of your bills yeah. one of your most important bills yeah you know budget for it and also be patient too a lot of a lot of people and myself i made the mistake of thinking you're gonna release a song and this is gonna be it <laughs> right you Chart, know, top right. charting but that's not how that's not yes. how it works i released ignited in 2016 it took a year for anyone to hear it wow yeah and a year later they reached out to me yeah yeah so yeah so just be patient but also try budget for your passion treat your passion like it's it's a yeah. priority on you know your to-do list in terms of financial yeah placing yeah that makes sense i know i think that's absolutely valid and i think if more people treated it like um, an expense yes you know like i think that you would even see like okay i have this much exactly. to play around with and like get the equipment or mm-hmm. even sign up for the class because yeah. some what i've even learned too is that like if you have a passion like sometimes it's just a matter of like getting the idea just in a group setting yeah, yeah. and so that you can see other people who are maybe pursuing it 
in a different yeah. way so that you can even learn yeah. more. But I think that's absolutely vital to. I'm even gonna. I'm gonna take that advice <laughs> of making it an expense that I put aside from me. I I've actually made the decision that I don't necessarily want to work jobs that I hate, but I do want to keep working for people mm. completely until I'm able to get su- um, sufficiently funded from the creative projects that yeah. I do. And I think that we live in a time where now we have the internet mm. and like you can do so many different things mm. like there are actually no rules in this life which brings up another question i had for you what i do think one thing that's so interesting for me is that as a continent i feel like we don't really get like we'll have stories about like we get stories written about violence and mm. like obviously poverty yeah. but i really want to have more love songs yes. like i feel like we don't really have enough love songs for a country for countries and like a continent that has a lot of like love i would assume yeah, in yeah. it yeah. like we don't really write a love love songs do you want to like do you want to explain why why is that like we don't have that that's a great question <laughs> wow, you are just dishing out these <laughs> amazing questions um it's the vibes it's this, it's this wow. tea thank you <laughs> uh love songs why don't we i mean we do have beautiful love songs but i think yeah i think how our culture approach well i can only speak for how i grew up and what i've seen mm. um a lot of love and girl boy love Mm -hmm. was shunned until marriage i know right so don't date but be married somehow (laughs) i don't know and have a kid and have a kid don't date your whole until you're like 30 30 but you're married by 24 (laughs) (laughs) so it it does so i do think a lot of a lot of things are taboo you know Mm. so if you write a if you go ahead and write a a love song about making love right that's going to be uh for a lot of still a lot of african countries that's going to be a big deal yeah and not even like dirty like you know maxwell a song about just making love to someone that you love it's still going to be a taboo in a lot yeah. of places just because of our approach to to romantic relationships i think we it's interesting but I do think we need more love songs. And I try my best to... You've done a good to, movie. Has some, you know, we can you add know. it to the playlist. <laughs> I try. You know, I try to write honest love songs. Yeah. Um, but that's a good question. I'm, I, I, also, I also need that. You too. know, because <laughs> the reason why I bring it up is because I think assurance... Mm-hmm. Um, assurance really sparked like a whole conversation of assurance, assurance of by Devito, yeah. yeah. Whereas you know, it's, it's kind of it is a love song, I guess, to yeah, his girlfriend, yeah, yeah. and it's you know danceable yeah. and like you know he's kind of bragging because he got like he bought her like I know it was publicity for mm-hmm. the song, but he got her like a Porsche oh, with yeah. it. Yeah, oh, I know wow. I try to follow the tablet, no, oh, <laughs> but wow. um, yeah. Um, so like it was a really big, grandiose oh, wow. um, perspective of love, but then at the same time like he has like some baby mamas and like yeah he has a kid no shame to that Mm -hmm. but it's just interesting that you know because of the stature that he's at Mm -hmm. he's able to kind of do these grand things Mm -hmm. and like show these gestures of love but like we haven't really seen other artists Mm -hmm. do that especially you know nigerian artists but even more within Mm -hmm. the con you know we don't really talk about Mm -hmm. um love stories and so i was just trying to get i'm trying to ask all my creative Mm -hmm. friends you know why that is and you know some have concluded that we just 
don't necessarily have the time. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, like, we'll listen to, you know, the quote-unquote the Maxwells and whatever mm. works. But, yeah. like, 90% of the time, we're just, like, okay, like, we like someone. Like, mm. there might be music playing in the background, but it's, like, that's not really... Yeah. The, that's you know, so credit is still... You know who has credit on their phones? We, like, streaming Spotify. So you know? So... Well, I think what we should do is... Because mm-hmm. a lot of music is on... And this is for new artists a lot of music is on soundcloud and for those songs you have to find them so what i think we should do is maybe put together uh, an african playlist of, right. of love songs by african Ooh. artists because i'm sure they're out there you know um we just have to find stay them stay tuned mm. we're gonna carry this yeah, right i think that let us know fam yeah we should case. make like mm. an afro lit love song special compilation mm-hmm. you know curated obviously yeah. starting with Moonbeam oh. and then we can get other artists yeah. to do their thing but um yeah oh that sounds like a good yeah, idea yeah just in case there's someone listening that writes songs and like hey yeah. I have all these love songs exactly yeah. no I think that's absolutely great um I think that what's most important with all variations of art is just to like stay true to your identity mm-hmm. but then also you know we do live in a time where it's like you want to make sure that it is visible enough so that you can get um supported through mm-hmm. it you know through funding yeah so i wanted to know you know from your just perspective and your process like how mm-hmm. did you um start at least the journey mm-hmm. of you know doing shows like mm-hmm. do you have man- a manager mm-hmm. like what's that whole process well, I started very grassroots. Um, I, when I was in school, I was actually in a band. Very, mm-hmm. I use the word very loose. more like a jam. You know, you could say yeah, band. Yeah. People would come in and out, but um, whoever was interested in music, you just okay. hang out with us yeah. and perform and stuff. So, and we were called The People. And Ooh. that was my first introduction to actually sharing okay. songs that I'd written. Because I've been writing songs since I was 11 years old. Nice. But I didn't share anything until I was like 20. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so Listen, guys. So you could share. be holding on to that for <laughs> like a day. De- you, ha- you did hold on to it for, for a decade. decade. Yeah, yeah, I didn't share anything until I was 20. And then um, the songs that we did share, someone else would sing them. Um, amazing singer. Yeah. And he, he would sing. He was the lead singer of yeah. our band okay. slash jam group. Yes. Um, and then a few years later, I started doing open mics by myself. And it was really scary because I just started playing guitar and I wasn't really singing because mm. I, I was in the band but I was playing keyboard because I was, you know, mm-hmm. I was playing piano and stuff. Yeah. And I'd do backing vocals. Okay. Um, but at open mics, now I was on my own and I was 24. Wow. So, I yeah. And I remember, I remember Googling, um, am I too old to learn guitar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too Wow. So if, if you think you're learning, please go ahead and learn. Do it. Yeah. Do it. So Do I, it. I, so I, start, I really started doing my own thing at 24, um, playing guitar. And I think a month or two in, I started doing open mics. I was in Iowa. I was in Ames still. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out Iowa. Shout out to Iowa. Shout out to... <laughs> right. <laughs> Ames. Ames. Um, and I got lucky because the beauty of a small town is that you get connected really quick. Okay. You know? And so through the open mics, I was invited to do shows at cafes, and nice. cafe shows are still my favorite shows. Mm. Um, 
and you get to know the owner of the cafe yeah you know that kind of thing and then yeah. through that i met um a friend of mine his name is dan Anson from ghana shout out to ghana, shout out to ghana. Uh, and he was teaching me drums Ooh, and okay. then we started doing open mics together and through him i met another guitarist and then i met a bass player and then we just they accompanied me with show you know yeah. we shows yeah and then from the open mic world you get to do paid shows yes. and that's when you start feeling like oh okay um the good thing was i treated every show like like it was a paid show even oh even if it was just two songs at open mic i would really practice mm. and that's what it comes down to you know you can be as talented as you want but if you're not practicing mm. you're doing yourself a disservice you know like that so uh so we so we did so for me it just moved from a really gradual and like slow move from learning guitar to doing open mics to doing paid shows mm. and then still from even though I, I started you know doing paid shows I do you know some free shows yeah. Here and, yeah. and if it was like a cause or something that I really believed in and mm. they invited me mm-hmm. of course I'd do it you know um, so that's that's how it started and then with recording you know really grassroots I recorded Ignited in a basement Wow. Yeah, and the friend who was teaching me guitar, yeah, he, he produced it on his laptop. And wow. so it wasn't even a studio, nothing. It was just in a basement. He had a laptop, a mic, and I just got this guitar on Craigslist. Look. So it's like he's like, Yo, I just bought this mic and I'm trying to learn how to produce and I was like, Yo, I just got this guitar and right. a song. So let's help let's me help you right. help me, you know. Right. So that's so really if anyone wants to start just look around with what you have and who's around you mm. and start mm-hmm. really because even to this day the people that i started with back then they're the ones i go to for counsel i'll write a song and i'll i'll ask them because i trust right. them because yeah. they know where I'm, where i'm coming from you know exactly no i everything that you're saying is so valid and i think that we now live in a time when there well so there's two parts there is this whole upsurgence and this like fire to mm-hmm. start and get things done mm-hmm. but then also i do believe in consistency mm-hmm. you know so once you walk me through like once you've you know produced ignited you put mm-hmm. that on soundcloud like how did you stay consistent with mm-hmm. your music and not just decide back then to mm-hmm. kind of not necessarily give up but yeah. like you know still put in that same yeah. energy um, I was still doing shows and I think mm. even now I've taken a bit of a break now but I have a show coming up pretty soon mm-hmm. back home okay details coming soon right link in bio right. to all because I do have listeners in South Africa so yeah Namibia okay yes. maybe not but like still you know somebody who knows right. somebody so right. yeah so um what was the question? <laughs> no, the question was just how do you maintain, oh, stay, stay yeah, yeah, stay motivated and keep that energy shows. to produce songs. Shows, shows, shows. If 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 you're a musician, mm. because at a show you see a face mm-hmm. and you see who's receiving. You know what I mean? Mm. When you're when you're writing a song or when you're recording a song in your room or like me in the basement right. of where you were staying, yeah, um, you you're alone, yeah, or you're with the producer or whatever and that can be very isolating and you don't really see who who's connecting with what you're making right. or whatever and i tend to stay away from the internet for as long as i can just for mental health just to stay sane love it um but when you do shows even 
open mics or free shows or jam sessions or whatever you connect with people right and nothing keeps you motivated like people mm-hmm. you know because you need each other people need people right you know uh so i would i would say yeah shows i still i write songs and i i try i try to make sure that i can perform it well mm-hmm. i can sing it live um because that's that's the most important thing to me is is seeing the face i guess that's what keeps me going i like i really like that and i think that actually works across all mediums because Mm -hmm. like you can always put together a showcase like you can always put together an event you know and um even for those who are like going into event planning like just to have that on their portfolio because i think what builds like you've even just kind of said it builds your confidence to see that someone is receiving it and to make them feel validated, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think I wanted to know, like, what helps validate you, you know? Because even, like you've said, staying away from the internet just for your yeah. mental health and self-care yeah. is so important in a time as this. And it, it sucks sometimes because mm-hmm. even for myself, I know that I need social media mm-hmm. to promote all of the businesses. But in the previous episodes, as you've seen and heard, like, I think that it really gets you can fall into a whole rabbit hole you know so how do you you know i know you've said you avoid it but Mm. then also in the times when you can't necessarily avoid it like how Mm. do you stay validated uh well social media yeah i i try my best to stay away from it though like you (laughs) i do need it right well i don't need it but i do use it as a tool to share what's going on exactly yeah i don't need i mean i could go on with my life without social media (laughs) that's true you'll you'll get some emails if you really want to see a you know (laughs) but um sign up for the newsletter right right really i mean i think if that's what you need to do to protect your mental health yes do that okay you know if you need to stay away from instagram for three years go ahead yes because what is instagram it's not (laughs) It's not real, like you know what I mean. It it's is, not real. It, yeah. So how I stay validated is, I keep good people around me. Okay. You know, um, I have good friends. I have a good family, and 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 even mu- like a musical family. You yeah. Know, people that are uh, doing their own thing, and not exactly. even just music. Just people that are doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be a writer, or whatever. I just have friends in different um, different avenues. Right. And watching them chase their dream for some reason that's i just find that so empowering to me if you can do it that means i can do it and yes i mean like i said i use social media as a tool to promote what's going on but i try to just share and leave share and and interact as you know with who i need Mm -hmm. to interact with if you comment if you ask a question you know Mm -hmm. follow back whatever whatever but just share and leave minimize my time on there i know my relationship with social media is best when it's limited, you know. Right. And I know that that works for me. There's some people that you need to use it all the time, right? You need to you know pump out content uh-huh. all the time. And if that works for you, you know that's fine. But for me, what I've I've realized is my passion and my validation is found, or I should say, my inspiration and my validation is found when I'm creating stuff. Like and that. I use social media when I need to share what's going on, and and that works for me. I love that. I love that. I love that. And I think you even spoke on things that I spoke about in the previous episode, Mm -hmm. which if you're tuned in now, you should totally take a listen to. But I think that, you know, as time progresses, all of these platforms change. Yeah. So I think, like you said, you stay 
inspired and validated when you're creating things Mm -hmm. is like perfect because then you kind of stay above the fray and you don't get caught up because it's so easy to get caught up yeah you know and just a cycle of things and like a lot of society and the world is very cyclical so it's you know it's important to really take stock in like okay how do you best navigate certain things yeah so looking back on all that you've accomplished what would you tell yourself what would you tell 10 year old Moombi? that's so funny or 11 year old because that's when you started writing so yes. yeah what would you tell her if you could blast from the past you know, or blast from the future <laughs> whenever i i um perform African Girl, I, I tell people that that song, I wrote that song to my younger self. Ooh, really? That song, yes, that song. I yes. feel that. I feel that yes. when, you listen, when I listen to it. That song is for her. Yeah. That's what I would tell her. Because, and any any African girl, really. Yeah. Because I feel like we, I've never met, and I guess I am yet to meet, mm-hmm. an African girl, specifically a black African girl. I right. Mean, that's a whole different conversation. But, but let's just yeah, yeah. call it like we see it. Right. Um, who isn't over the age of born that has got so much unlearning to do Ooh. in terms of just being okay? You yeah. know, we have to fight just to be okay with ourselves, yeah. just to be okay. So I wrote that song out of, you know what, the way you are is, it's, you don't have to yeah. try so hard. Like you, you're good and yeah. you have so much power and so much. Uh, so much to offer the world and um so yeah african girl that song i played for her every day and any other woman that needs to hear it yes little girls inside of us that need the healing and and need to remember to be reminded of of their value yes that that's what the song exists for i absolutely love that and on that note, thank you so much, oh, Moombi. This was so great. I feel like I learned so much and like oh, I even just, you know, felt rejuvenated oh, from you. listening to you. So you can stay tuned for more music from Moombi. I'm excited just to see where next, what movie, what web series, who knows, the web series that I create, maybe I'll feature African Girl. Who yes, knows? Who yes. knows? There's no rules. To this life as you've seen here like you don't need to necessarily be a certain person to think that you can do it you know like you right. can perform at brooklyn museum you can go to new york fashion week yep. it's all very possible so stay tuned for more episodes thank you so much for listening you can find us everywhere where podcasts are available and yeah, see you soon. Bye. Don't you know you are a fighter? Oh, 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 African girl. Don't you know you are a queen? Look into your hands, you hold the brush. And simply, you're enough. Learn to trust, you're enough. And though they tell you that the paint is low, and there's no place you can go. There's no place you can go Run, 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 run Future's looking bright, run
African girl Don't you know you are a queen Oh, 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 African girl Don't you know you are a fighter Oh, 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 African 